The Mariners took care of business down in Oakland and gained ground on everyone in the process. Let's talk about it here on the Locked On Mariners postgame show. Colby, hit it. You are Locked On Mariners, your daily Seattle Mariners podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ahoy, sailors. It is once again Monday, September 18th, 2023. This is Tidy Gonzalez and Colby Pattenhead for the Locked On Mariners postgame show brought to you by Sleeper. Swing for the fences on Sleeper picks, and you can win up to 100 times your money. Download the Sleeper app and use promo code Locked On, and you'll get up to $100 matched on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Currently operational in over 30 states. Check out Sleeper today. Thank you so much for making us your first listen after the game. Subscribe, like, and turn on alerts if you're watching on YouTube, or subscribe and leave a five-star review on your preferred podcast platform if you like what you hear. And if you're part of the crew and rock with us every single day, let us know in the comments below. And if you want to hear from us even more, please consider signing up for our Patreon. You can now get a free seven-day trial to check out the show. The link, as well as our social accounts, is in the description of this episode. 5-0 the final score from the Oakland Coliseum. Mariners take game one of the series with the A's in shutout fashion. This is the 16th shutout thrown by the Mariners pitching staff this season, which is a new club record. And as we all expected on the offensive front, it was the bottom of the lineup that did the heavy lifting for Seattle in this one. And no, I'm really not being sarcastic about that, by the way. This makes all the sense in the world. Dylan Moore, Sam Haggerty, Jose Caballero, and Luis Torrens go a combined five for 16 with three RBI. Caballero with a two-run home run that went 437 feet. So we will uh, we'll get to Brian Wu's start in the second segment. But for now, Colby, give us your general thoughts on the win tonight. Julio is really bad. That wasn't the first mm. thing that came. Like, oh, for his last right. night, like right so clearly sure. that that's over right yeah. um, fully over yeah yep says the man totally. in the shadows that's right yep just waiting for justice but uh <laughs> yeah um interesting performance like it wasn't it wasn't a dominating win but it kind of was right as soon as cabby hit that home run i never felt like the game was in much doubt um but mm-hmm. the offense wasn't very good i mean surprise once again jp sears shuts down the mariners um but uh yeah you know it's funny we talked about this i don't know if we mentioned it in locked on or if we did it on ctz or maybe in between recordings we talked about how the bottom it's easy the to line, lose track yeah we, we record a lot of episodes guys yeah but we had talked about like naturally like the bot like some somebody's going to come out of nowhere and just have a game uh tonight and turn this whole thing around and uh it was cabby uh it was certainly cabby two for four a couple hard hit balls a julio-esque home run um that was okay. just absolutely leaned on crush on i don't think it's physically possible for caballero to hit a ball further uh yeah. for him to hit a ball further that uh, might that. be the and hardest then, hit home run that he'll ever have in his career yeah it probably will be <laughs> Um, also added a stolen base, so, you know, home run stolen base, nice little combo meal there. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, you know, it was, it was nice because Teoscar had a hit late, but he didn't really do much. Julio didn't do anything whatsoever. Ty France was terrible again. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it's not like, you know, Cabby was just adding on. Like, Cabby was a really important part of this offense tonight, as was, by the way, Luis Torrens, who was good yeah. enough at the plate. Big RBI double, also drove a ball pretty deep right field. We saw the opposite field power we remember from Terenz. And the beauty of it is, is that he were, he, you got something from him, and you gave Cal Raleigh a full day off. Raleigh didn't yeah. play in this game. 
that is huge. Um, and it's because, you know, you felt good about Terence giving you a quality at bat. Um, so yeah, the bottom mm-hmm. of the order, those two guys, and then JP at the top. Also, I would think reach base three times tonight, uh, a couple walks single. He, uh, he reached big, base four times. All right. Okay. Yeah. Three uh, big walks, RBI single, single. Uh, yeah. after, you know, the marriage lead, the base is loaded with one out. Cause of course they do against a guy who threw like six strikes the entire inning. Sure. Why yeah. Not? That was, that was, uh, that was not a, a very, um, <laughs> we're not going there. Yeah. Um, we'll just, we'll just, we won't, we just won't. I'll spare yeah. you that for today. <laughs> yes. And, uh, you know, you hope it's a small thing, but maybe just maybe it turns things around for him. Gino, couple hard hit singles late in the game. Yep. Yep. Uh, he was abysmal in his first two or three at bats again, like, 92 down the pipe and he's swinging through it like it's 115 miles an hour uh but again a couple base hits 108 i think both of them were 108 off the bat he also had a couple uh, walks like he only generated an out in one of his at bats or one of right. his plate appearances yeah right so good night for gino needed it needs to do it again and again for it to really matter but good yep. to see at the very least because again yep. you didn't get anything from julio you didn't get anything super impressive from tay oscar you didn't get anything from ty france which i mean at this point it's more of a new story when you do get something all right but poor ty france because he had four hard hit balls today (laughs) and he went over five i don't care yeah bats were still awful it's been a while since you've said that on the show by the way so yeah it's it's back to this the the vibes are being restored the nature is healing folks when you swing through 91 eight times down the middle of the plate like Ty France did today, I don't care how many hard hit balls you had. Sure. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it, it's <laughs> – but whatever. You know, the offense, five runs is five runs. You feel good about it. Yep. Um, you'd like a little more traffic? Sure. I mean, it, it, I, I don't want to, you know, get carried away and say the offense is back and it looked like the August offense. No. no. They still missed a lot of opportunities, but five runs yeah. is good. Again, you got contributions from 891 kind of carried this thing today um and you got enough from everybody else uh that uh it's it's a good solid win it's what we talked about right they played good solid baseball Mm -hmm. they pitched well enough offense they played good defense it's exactly what we said they needed to do now they need to do it again tomorrow and they need to do it again on wednesday and they need to do it again on friday and saturday and then once they start doing that you start to feel good about this but hey it's the first step and you can't you know can't get to the finish line until, until you take your first step Good, solid, clean win for the Mariners. Exactly what Scott needed. Exactly what the what the pitching staff needed. Exactly what the offense needed. Got some guys some days off. Like it, it was a good, solid win for the Seattle Mariners. Yeah, this is the uh, get right series, or it needs to be for this team, and a yeah. uh, good first step for them. So, hopefully, they keep it going here, and uh, they can get back on track before that massive, massive series with the Rangers begins on Friday. Uh, we're going to talk about Brian Wu's start in just a moment, but first, a reminder: this episode of the Locked On Mariners Post Game Show is brought to you by Jace Medical. Modern medical care and treatment are important, but our global supply chains are fragile. Things like pandemics, natural disasters, and foreign travel may cut you off from the treatment you need. Jace Medical is your solution for that. Just fill out our online form and one of our board-certified physicians will review it to determine whether medications are safe and appropriate. Then they will send your prescriptions to one of our partner pharmacies where your Jace order will be filled and mailed directly to your home. Everyone should feel empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. That's why Jace Medical offers the Jace case. Save more than $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical plus an additional $20 off by using the promo code LOCKEDON at checkout on jacemedical.com. 
That's J-A-S-E medical.com. And you're listening to the Locked On Mariners postgame show. Thank you so much for making us your first listen after the Mariners 5 0 win over the Oakland Athletics. You can catch game two of this series on the Mariners hometown broadcast with SiriusXM via the SXM app. Like I mentioned at the top of the show, this was the Mariners' 16th shutout victory of the season, which again is a new club record. And uh, Brian Wu was the uh, one who started things off for that effort. Five innings pitch from Wu, three hits allowed, six strikeouts, four walks, not great, uh, but he battled, he survived, uh, he didn't give up any runs, and his velocity was pretty much where it needs to be. His two-seamer looked pretty good tonight. What did you think about his night, Coley? Better than mid, but not much. Uh, sure. you can't walk, you can't walk four guys like that. That's all yeah. jokes aside. You can't walk four guys, um, particularly with this bad of a lineup that you're facing it. That's not a, that's not a, you know, reasonable number. That's not a, yeah you know, a good thing in any sense. So, uh, it needs to clean that up, but yeah, overall tonight, pretty good. Uh, it was, you know, pretty typical, uh, Brian Wu game plan, fastball two seam heavy. Uh, it was, let's see here, 80% fastball uh tonight uh, and if you count the cutter as a fastball it was 92 percent uh heaters tonight so uh but you know he did get some good some good results on those pitches eight whiffs on 19 swings on the four seamer 42 percent whiff rate that's pretty impressive um mm-hmm. you know and then the the two seamer uh 36 percent whiff rate on that so overall solid night on, on the whiffs he obviously six strikeouts and five innings is pretty good uh i thought he was fine um there were a few times I was a little concerned the velocity dropped to like 92 for a couple pitches and then it would jump back up to 94, 95. Uh, I'm not sure if that's by design or maybe that's the cutter and it just didn't look like a cutter. Uh, tough to say, but overall I thought Wu was, was pretty solid tonight. Um, not a lot of hard hit balls. So really just the walks, the walks are the thing here. It's a little bit of a concern, but this late in the year, he got through five after the first, it looked like you were maybe going to get two or three out of them. Uh, but he was able to kind of pitch through a, traffic for the first really three innings um of this game uh but uh, yeah overall we was pretty good tonight it's it's about he was about all you can reasonably expect from a guy who's doubled his career high in innings pitch this year uh getting this late into september you know he got an extra day off from his last start uh he's going to get another extra day off uh between this next between you know this start and his next so uh you know the mariners have kind of moved him around to get him those extra days and Hopefully that helps because you still need Wu to be a viable major league, you know, back end guy at the very least for the next two weeks. And tonight he was that he was definitely, uh, mm-hmm. even with the walks, he definitely looked like, you know, a number four starter. Um, and mm-hmm. if you can just clean up those walks going forward and keep the swing and miss stuff yet tonight, then he's going to look like a number three, like he was for a pretty decent chunk of the, of this rookie season. So good night for Wu. I'd stop short of calling it great. Yeah, for sure. Uh, his next start is slated for the final game of that three-game series against the Rangers down in Texas, which is the site of his nightmarish MLB debut. Hopefully that goes at least a little bit better than it did the the last time he uh, he pitched down there. Uh, the Mariners are absolutely going to need that. Um, and hopefully he can take uh, the good things from this start and apply them to uh to that start i mean you know last couple times out he's um his stuff has at least looked pretty good uh so yeah Yeah. um also bullpen for the mariners 
in pretty good shape. They uh, they use Saucedo for an inning. They use Topa for an inning. Uh, both of those guys had fairly quick innings. Saucedo went uh, 16 pitches. Topa went 10. Uh, Trent Thornton came in, had kind of a shaky outing in the eighth, but uh, didn't give up a run. 17 pitches for him, gave up a couple hits. Uh, Isaiah Campbell walked a guy um, in the ninth, but uh, was able to close the door on uh, on the A's. Uh, the Mariners walked six guys tonight, struck out eight. That is not a great ratio, to uh, to put it lightly. But uh, you know, thankfully those walks did not come back to bite them tonight. But they're definitely going to have to uh, to get that under control uh, tomorrow. But obviously, that's not something that you typically see out of this Mariners pitching staff. So uh, right. probably nothing to be too concerned about there. Just an off night for everyone across the board, and it's mostly Wu doing the heavy lifting yeah. on that front with the walks. Yeah, you know, also Mariners offense, six strikeouts to five walks. So yeah. better job controlling the zone tonight, uh, yeah. offensively at least. And yeah, uh, Saucedo should be available tomorrow. Topa only threw 10 pitches. He should be available tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, no, none of the relievers threw more than 17. So in theory, they're all available tomorrow. But the big thing you did here is, is you know, you didn't have to use Brash. You didn't have to use Munoz. Um, those guys are now two days off in a row. Um, and you have two days until uh your next day off so those guys should be available for the next two games without really any restrictions so uh yeah bullpen did its job you know um some traffic generated mostly on the walk uh thornton gave up a couple hits but overall it was solid you didn't have to use your big guns you never got into a spot where um you felt like you needed to get those guys hot and up and going thornton a little bit there but he got a big double play in the middle of the two hits to kind of uh, ease that tension so yeah overall solid night for the, for the pitching staff. Again, I'd stop short of great. It's not a good lineup, but they only gave up five hits and yeah. they threw a shutout. So yeah, it's a little tough to be super critical, but again, the, the what do we say? The six walks like that's, that's got to get better. So yeah. Uh, how but, many double plays did they turn tonight? I feel like it was quite a few, at least three. At least two. It was three. I don't have the normal box in front of me, so it's yeah. a little hard to. I'm looking at Statcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they were able to get some timely double plays tonight, so that was nice. Uh, like you mentioned, the Thornton one really helped uh, to keep that from uh, from snowballing because he uh, he wasn't great tonight, but uh, he battled just like everyone else tonight battled. So uh, yeah, overall good night for the Mariners down in Oakland, and even better night for the Mariners around the league. We're going to talk about that in just a moment. But first, a reminder: this episode of the Locked On Mariners post game show is brought to you by Sleep. All right, folks, the MLB playoffs are right around the corner, which means the clock is ticking on your chance to a hundred times your cash on daily fantasy baseball. Pick more or less on stats for your favorite players like home runs, hits, strikeouts, and more for up to a one hundred times payout on Sleeper. Get your picks right, and you could win big, my friend. If things didn't go well in your home league this year, no worries. You can still salvage the fantasy baseball season over at Sleeper. There you can pick the players you want and call your shot. And when you use the promo code LOCKEDON, that's L-O-C-K-D-O-N, you'll get up to $100 matched on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details currently operational in over 30 states. Check out Sleeper today. And you're listening to the Locked On Mariners postgame show. Thank you so much for making us your first listen after the Mariners 5-0 victory over the Oakland Athletics. Again, you can catch game two of this series, Luis Castillo versus Paul Blackburn tomorrow night on the Mariners hometown broadcast with SiriusXM via the SXM app. So the Mariners got a lot of help around the league. They gained ground on everyone tonight. The 
Rangers bullpen imploded again. The Red Sox beat the Rangers four to two. And the Astros had a back and forth with the Baltimore Orioles, but Cedric Mullins played hero, hit a, what, a three-run home run to uh, take the lead late in that one and uh, secure an 8-7 to seven victory for the O's over the Astros. And the AL West just continues to be an absolute mid-off. I think the Astros and the Rangers are both now seven and nine this month. The Mariners are what six and eleven, six and ten this month, something like that. Uh, this is definitely not the battle for the division that we thought it was going to be heading into this month. Uh, but thankfully, this is despite how poor the Mariners have been this month has kept them in the running for both the division and obviously the wild cards. So a uh, big night for the M's who are now tied with the Rangers, but the Rangers just need two wins over the Mariners for uh, the tiebreaker on that front. I mean, whatever happens in those series, I mean, the tiebreaker is not going to, to matter at the end of the day so we don't i mean really need to keep that in mind maybe i'm I'm sure there is a way for that to end up mattering but i if uh, it. if texas if texas is up by one game when you start your seven of ten against them and they go and you go four and three against them they win yeah if texas yeah. if you're tied with texas then going into the first if you're tied with texas going in on friday then the tiebreaker is not probably going to come into play so right 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 so yeah, so um, big night uh, across the board. Like I said, what do you think about all of it, Colby? Yeah, you certainly needed it. Um, you know, we talked about today how you can't just sit here and be like, well, it's okay because Texas lost and it's okay because Houston lost and because you you lost two. You lost a game. You have fewer opportunities to catch the team in front of you. So mm-hmm. losing is not okay because the other teams lost too. You need to win. The only focus should be, you need to win as many of these last, what is it? 12 games now as you possibly can. And you let the chips fall where they may after that. But it's not about, you know, you can't just sit here and be like, Oh, well, good thing Houston lost tonight. So we can lose this one and we'll be okay. No, that's not how it works. So um, you just, you're just giving yourself fewer opportunities to catch the teams in front of you. And remember you have to pass Houston or you have to pass uh, Texas. And right now, they're the biggest threat to you making the playoffs because they're the one that that's tied with you. They're the ones that are pushing you out of the playoff picture right now. Yeah. So you have to beat them record-wise. Good news is you only have to tie Houston. You only have to tie Toronto. Um, you don't have to pass them. Yeah. Uh, but I tiebreakers probably aren't going to come into play here. But again, it, it's very important that you stay within striking distance, particularly of Texas. I think you have to be tied with Texas going into Friday. Like. If, if you both win your next two games and you go into the weekend series, that's fine because now even if you lose two or three in Texas, I mean, it's harder, but you can win three or four against them in the last series and still take that, that dub. Right. So it's one of those things where um, you have to win. Like every single win the rest of the way is, is critical and every single loss is devastating. Like it's not an okay loss just because Texas also lost. We have to keep that in mind. You need to win because Texas, if they go 12 and 0 or whatever, you're out. Like it doesn't matter. Obviously you're out because they would have beaten you seven times, but right. it's not, I just trying to make this very clear scoreboard watching at this point, a little redundant because if you lose it, 
does not matter what the rest right. of the scoreboard did. You have to win games. So mm-hmm. um, obviously, you know, winning on a night where Toronto is off and the other two teams in front of you also lost is huge. But winning mm-hmm. on a night when those two teams also win is going to be huge. You have to keep pace. You either have to keep pace or you have to close the gap. And losing while people while other teams lose, that's not really keeping pace because now you have one fewer opportunity to catch them. So uh it's it's a little bit of a you know kind of a careful dance here. And and um, you know, obviously you do have to scoreboard watch some, but you have to win. At the end of the day, there are no good losses. There are no good times to lose. Twelve games into the year, tied for the last wild card spot, a game and a half back of the division. Um, you know, a game back of the second wild card spot. There are no good losses. There are no, oh, that's okay. We didn't need that win. You need all right. of them. Right. The Rangers got Josh Young and Adelise Garcia back tonight, but uh, clearly that did not help them on the offensive front and only scoring two runs against the uh, the Red Sox pitching staff. It was Cutter Crawford uh, for the Red Sox tonight who Mariners fans have, have seen be dominant at times, um, but overall not... Not a world beater of a pitcher. Um, so, you know, nice to see the uh, the Rangers kind of underachieve tonight against him. And, uh, and that bullpen, man, it's a, it's a massive problem for them. Will Smith uh, blowing it tonight for them. Three earned runs allowed in just a third innings pitch. Uh, the Rangers bullpen against this Mariners offense, and more specifically the Mariners' late game offense, is going to be... A uh, a sight to behold, <laughs> yeah. we'll say. Yep. Uh, yeah. Just remember, guys, it's it's pretty easy to uh, keep track of how you're scoreboard watching this week. Root for the American League East. Period. Yeah, yeah. You need to root for the Yankees. You're rooting for you're rooting for every team but the Blue Jays. You're rooting for the Yankees. You're rooting for the Red Sox. Um, you're and the Rays for, for now. Yeah, the Rays for now. But we will be Rays fans soon here because they're playing the Blue Jays. What twice? So yeah, they play yeah. they they the Rays are Blue Jay are the Blue Jays Texas if that makes sense and and the Rays and the Orioles like they're gonna still be going for it here for a while because they're both neck and neck for that division mm-hmm. so they're not going to be taking their foot off of the uh, the gas anytime soon because they have basically a bye week on the line that yep. they're fighting for so mm-hmm. that's that's massive for for both of those teams so right. you're going to get a very motivated race team playing the blue jays you're going to get a very motivated orioles team over the next couple of days playing the astros uh so that's that's nice that both of those teams don't have anything in hand here and they have a lot to play for uh in yep. these series so yeah Where you know we'll, we'll yeah, we'll we'll keep an eye on things. Obviously, um, you know, scoreboard watching is uh, pretty much mandatory at this point if you're if you're a fan of a team in the playoff race. Uh, but if you're a Mariners fan specifically, you just you need this team to win. You need this team to win games. You need them to take uh, advantage of opportunities like they did tonight. Uh, and you need to t- uh, need them to take care of uh, a bad Oakland A's team the next couple of nights before they head into that gauntlet. The, Playoffs basically start for the Mariners on Friday. We can keep on saying this on and on and on for the last few weeks, but it's it's true. the The playoffs truly start for this team right uh, mm-hmm. after the uh, the off day. So, yep. yeah, and the n- number of mistakes you get to make are determined by the next two games against Oakland. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your, your your room for error will be. I mean, mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll see once we right. get there. Um, um, but yeah, eight more wins, and you're 
you're at 90, which I think is the, the magic number in terms of win total to, like to for sure get in. I mean, you might have a shot to get in with like 88, 89. We'll see. But it feels Don't like it. you're it feels like you're pretty safe at, at 90 wins. So yeah. win eight more games, and I feel pretty good about your chances. But uh long road mm. to get there, and you need to take care of business the next two nights down in Oakland yeah. and you'll have Luis Castillo going tomorrow. Um, the A's have been kind of a problem for him uh, in the past, uh, which is wild to say, uh, but step you, up. yeah, Castillo, obviously, you know, he's had some good starts lately, but he hasn't had great starts. You need him to be mm-hmm. the ace that you, uh, that he's you, supposed to be tomorrow night. Absolutely. He needs to be the $130 million pitcher that you paid yeah. him to be tomorrow, yeah. like yeah. for the rest of the year, but especially, you know, tomorrow's the first day. Yeah. Um, speaking of maybe underachieving a little bit, Ty, we didn't celebrate this yesterday because we weren't, you know, on the air yesterday. What are we? Um, what are we celebrating? Well, Ty, in what is the crowning achievement of underachievement? Mm. Uh, the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim officially locked in yet another losing season. Wow! Giving them a grand total of zero winning seasons in the Shohei Otani era or in the post Jerry Depoto era. Yeah. The Depoto curse. The Depoto curse lives on. Man, he he crushed that team for eight years after he got them to the playoffs. Like, it's all his fault, Uh, man. The only guy uh, to get him to the playoffs in the last decade, and it's his fault that they've finished below 500 eight years in a row now, nine years in a row, despite having the two best players, arguably, in the history of baseball, playing side-by-side for a good chunk of that. So, yeah, good job, Angels fans. You pathetic losers. <laughs> Going to be real with you. I thought they locked that, uh, that in like a week ago or two weeks ago because nope. they've been just, so bad. Nope, they've been so bad. Recently. They lost their 82nd yeah. game. So. And on the flip side, Mariners locked in a winning season uh, tonight with their win, which I mean, I that was a foregone. That, but sure. Yeah, it was a foregone conclusion anyway. But, uh, mm, you know, something it? to... <laughs> <laughs> maybe not for really you bad they were maybe not for really bad maybe not for you but uh yeah uh still you know my only regret I guess. is that we weren't the team to deliver the 82nd loss for the uh for yeah the yeah what it are you gonna do we are gonna you be know. angels fans at, at some point here uh towards the end though uh because they never. are playing the rangers in between the uh the two rangers series with the mariners so never uh, I, nope. I might be. I might be. Nope. I just might sweep. Be. Just sweep Texas, and then it doesn't matter. <laughs> sure. Sure. All right. Any closing thoughts before we get out of here? Or Screw you, those? Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Sure. You there suck you again. Officially. Ha ha. Losers. Yeah. Good thing you got absolutely nothing for Shohei Otani except for a fourth round pick because nobody fell for your BS and claimed Gritchek again. So. Sorry, you missed the luxury tax threshold by like fifty thousand dollars. How how are you this bad at everything? Anyways, yeah, I hope Edgar Cuero becomes like an all star for the White Sox. (laughs) Be great. Be great. Uh, All right, that's gonna do it for our show. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Locked On Mariners post game show for Colby Patnode. I'm Tiny Gonzalez. Be sure to give us a follow on Twitter at lo underscore Mariners. Follow me at Dane Gonzalez, that's D-A-N-E-G-N-Z-L-Z, and Colby at CPAT11, that's C-P-A-T-1-1. You can also find all that stuff in the description of this episode. Thank you again for making us your first listen after the Mariners' 5-0 victory over the Oakland Athletics. 
You can catch game two of the series again on the Mariners' hometown broadcast with SiriusXM via the SXM app tomorrow. Have yourself a beautiful baseball day, and we'll see you next time. Peace.